You have a lot to focus on every day. Let Virginia Premier focus on your health coverage. Our health plan is only focused on Virginia, so we can connect you with quality health care and local resources. Our added benefits give you more value on top of your medical and drug coverage from Virginia Medicaid. See our benefits at virginiapremier.com slash Medicaid and have your whole family with the same health plan. Virginia Premier, focused on Virginia, focused on you. Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. This is Friday the 13th. That's right, 2023. And you're listening to Bachelor Rush Hour. Let's kick it, folks. Come on, do it. It's Friday. Let's go. Did you get that promotion? Did you get fired? Did you quit your job? None of it matters. That direct deposit's going straight to Applebee's, baby. Little happy hour. Get one of those frosted Coors Lights. Nothing like a, like, American watered-down beverage to soak away your problems. We got a lot of drama to share with you today, but first, congratulations to Nick Vile and fiancé Natalie Joy. Uh, she said yes! And speaking of other relationships, we'll get into that in a second. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes out at Good Morning America amid relationship scandal. But wait, there's more! Kanye West has married, <laughs> that's right, what? He had a marriage ceremony with Bianca Sensori. Who's that? Who cares? After Kim divorce. The whole Kardashian clan's like, golly, we're just glad he's moving on. And of course, in some tough news, we have Lisa Marie passing away, Lisa Marie Presley, just two days after attending the Golden Globes. So just, um, you know, our thoughts with that family, uh, of course, and uh, not even sure what happened. Pretty wild times going on out there. I'm sure, you know, not knowing what happened, I'm sure people will blame the vaccine. That's right. How are your numbers, Dave? Well, it's a little slow in January. Must be the vaccine. What's the matter, Dave? You're not doing well. Well, I'm trying to do my taxes, but the IRS is coming after me. The IRS is coming after you? Why? Because I got the booster. Just everything's an excuse. Honey, why don't you put the toilet seat down? How can I now that I'm vaccinated? Let's do it. <laughs> Look, if you don't like this so far, you have turned the wrong corner, folks, because this is where you're getting caffeinated Dave. That's right. For Christmas, for Secret Santa, uh, we went with the uh, bourbon-aged coffee. We got coffee that, uh, I don't know if it was steeped in bourbon or what, but boy, let me tell you something. When you mix a little bourbon with a vaccine, you're going to have a good day, all right? Okay, folks. So anyway, that's all that's going on in the news. Uh, I mean, there's a lot else going on in the news, but we're here to keep it light and keep it fun. Want to read some reviews I got from you guys? I got a five-star review from King of Grace. Said, just when you need a level-headed take in a sense of normal, Dave comes through. He cuts through the crap and nonsense, takes a step back, evaluates, and thinks before he speaks on difficult issues like the vaccine. I added that part. He does all this while cracking us all up throughout the day. Morning on YouTube and Patreon. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And it's from a Patreon member. If those of if those of you guys have only joined me on the podcast, we have bonus live content every day on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And here's my favorite review of the week. I don't want to necessarily normalize the uh the uh the shade that i'm about to play for you but the review is five stars so we'll give it that and the title says five because i like you but 
and then and then with terrible punctuation, uh, I had I had to change some of the words around to make this coherent. They say, "Geez, Dave, can you put?" They said, "But," but I think they mean put. Can you put some content? In your content, empty calories, like a 99-cent store pot pie. I spent 30 minutes searching for five minutes of chicken. Now, I I like the roast. I like the roast. Thank you for that. Listen, I don't know what you want. This ain't TikTok, baby, okay? This is long-form Dave. I will take a tweet. I will take someone saying 14 words, and I will turn it into a 22-minute dissertation on vaccines. Okay, folks, so listen. Don't come at me because it took you a while to find the content. Maybe the content isn't the destination, but maybe it's the journey. All right, folks, let's get into it. This might be our best podcast are we recording this thing even who cares just me alone in the padded walls uh the padded walls of life and let's get into it so our first story is actually sort of breaking news after two years of dating nick and natalie getting gays and boy do they ever it is the influencer event amongst i mean she couldn't have been surprised they had you know they had label makers and gift giveaways and all that jazz so happy for them and uh here's the story you heard it here first maybe maybe not but either way i appreciate all the nice reviews you guys are leaving so thank you so much and if you want to counteract this pot pie review if you want some empty calories come over to empty calorie dave i'll give them to you baby we'll make you hungry right at, we'll make it like uh, chinese takeout food you're full and seven minutes later you're starving again that's our content baby scrape the bed with me and here is nick and natalie's engagement there was a surprise as i woke up on the west coast this morning this was posted i think when i was already in bed uh nick and natalie had a joint instagram statement it said for the rest of my life it's you and here are their photos first one for those listening on the audio is nick uh kind of kissing the hand of Natalie as he uh, you know, gives her a beautiful diamond ring there. Um, and there they are. We don't know where the engagement happened, but in the second photo, you can see lots of lit candles in the background, which is always nice, albeit a fire hazard, but always nice. Most, uh, most romantic things are a fire hazard. It's like, here's a bunch of candles in a barn. Somebody's going to need to call the fire department here and hose them down. They're so sexy. And here they are. So now we've got... What might be an out of focus tongue licking happening with my guess, and you guys let me know because I'm not an expert here. Two and a half to three carat diamond, maybe fork. What do I know? That's an expensive rock she's got on the old ring finger there. And of course, uh, you know, there she is uh, flicking off the ring finger, saying, I did it, Ma, I did it. And then he's in the background, like, Well, we're going to need to do some influencer deals to pay for this thing, but we're happy for them. And here they are. The last photo is a feature on the ring. We're going to zoom into that. Yeah, it's a what I would call a solitaire diamond. I don't know too much about this, but it looks like it's got clarity. And we hope Nick's got clarity, too, as he chose the love of his life. And here they are. Comments from folks like Chriselle, you know, from Selling Sunset. Congrats. Kaylin Miller, congrats. You know, just the same type of congrats, congrats, congrats. We got it. You know, what else can you say? Happy for them. And, of course, the uh, gossip rags have picked up on the story. Bachelor alum Nick proposes to Natalie. See her engagement ring. Oh, my gosh. You know, everyone, everyone can dream. You too can get a bachelor one of these days. Um, Clayton, you're next, you know. So anyway, Natalie Joy nabbed Nick's final rose. Okay, of course, they're going to start with that. The Bachelor alum is engaged to his girlfriend after two years of dating. And I'm going to share with you guys the full timeline plus Nick's timeline with past relationships and what he and Natalie have said about each other on podcasts. We're going to share that all with you guys right now. So anyway, 
Um, although it's not clear when Nick Vile, 42, got down on one knee, the couple shared engagement photos in a joint Instagram slideshow Thursday. For the rest of my life, it's you. And um, Vial kissed the 25-year-old surgical technologist's hand in the first photo, and Natalie Joy continued showing her engagement rings in further snaps. So there it is, folks. Nothing much else to say from the old, uh, you know, the gossip rags. People Magazine uh, posted about it. You know, they had the whole thing. I mean, you know, I'm sure it's a sponsored event. Why not? You know what I mean? If you're going to post photos of your engagement ring, might as well get a couple bucks for it. That's what I say. Here's what Nick said about his girlfriend, or now fiance say natalie joy who slid into his dms here's what he just said a few months ago with e insider let's have a listen natalie have been together for two years yeah, a little over two God, years yeah. that is an accomplishment congratulations thank you yeah she yeah. slid into your dm she did yeah so what is it about you what makes you so unreal if you are interested in someone and you like someone you don't have to be that creative you know <laughs> You just have to be bold with your words, apparently. You just have to like their face and be bold, yeah. So what made her special? What set her apart? Like, how were you like, all right, I'm going to move forward with you? Well, one, she was always very confident in what she wanted, which I found to be incredibly attractive and sexy. She never asked me what I wanted. She wasn't very concerned about what I wanted in the relationship. I mean, she was, but not before she communicated what she wanted. And so instead of being like, well, what are we? Yeah. And what do you think? She was like, I think we should date. Here's why. I'm not really interested in what you have to say. You can respond to after I tell you what I want. And, I, and again, that made me very confident in, in her and what she knew what she wanted. She was willing to stand up, set her boundaries, her expectations. That was one, but she's a delight to be around. Everyone loves her. She's, uh, people love her. They put up with me. She's a lot of fun. They love her and they put up with him. That sounds like a good relationship. He wanted an, an assertive lady and he got one. Here's what Nick and Natalie said about each other on one of my favorite shows, Charlene Joint's YouTube channel, Love Fest. Nick and Natalie on how they met in building trust together. Have a listen. Know what is different about this partnership versus other ones in the past? Like, what makes this work that you haven't found with other ones? I think it's our honesty and just mm. how truly open and honest we were in the beginning, which has made us so honest. It's set the and stage. Open. Yeah, yeah. Now, and I think without that in the beginning, it would be a tough relationship. Now, it's funny you say that because I completely agree. And I, you know, obviously trust is so imperative in a relationship, but without feeling like you can be completely honest, it's hard to achieve trust. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. When, when couples are like, oh yeah, we really trust each other, but they're not actually telling each other everything, then it's like, well, right, you don't really right. trust each other then. Yeah. Do you agree, Nick? Well, what, I mean, I, I could go, I could go on and on. Everything's better with Natalie than it's ever been with anyone else for me. By the way, my ADD, just watching this, I, first of all, I love Charlene, I love Andy, I love everything that they do. Charlene and Andy called Shandy, you understand there? So of course they interviewed different bachelor couples, this and that, and this was, what, from how long ago was this from? This was from um, a year and a half ago, and um, of course it's probably one of their highest viewed episodes, but I love the decor, they're in their apartment, I don't know if they're in Brooklyn or wherever, but it's just like compact, oh, I just love this place. Either way, they do such a good job with their audio and video and uh charlene's so intentional with the questions she asks i think she's so great and of course will make a great host and uh i guess soon is premiering as host of bachelor in paradise canada we're gonna have to get her on the uh, podcast and hear what she you know what, what she thought about hosting a bachelor related show and uh, let's let's see if there's any more uh, tea here is tea the right word 
Either way, let's get, let's let's learn now that now that Natalie's in the official bachelor family, you know, and you know, at least engaged to be. It's yeah, you know, we got to get more information here. I don't compete with Natalie. It's the first girlfriend I ever had where there wasn't like mm. a competition. Mm. I always felt like I was dating women who tried to compete with me. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I don't feel that from Natalie. Yeah, I'm I'm still uh, a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, there, I catch myself in my paranoia waiting for the shoe to drop. Is he exhausting to me? By the way, that's okay. You know, like he comes from wounds from previous relationships as everybody does. The guy's been heartbroken multiple times on national TV. Now he's kind of got his level of fame verified Instagram or and all these things. And then here's some young, young, uh, young, cute Fox who comes in and he's like, hold on a second. What do you want from me? You know, you can only imagine what, uh, what that must be like when, when when plenty of people slide into the DMs and this and that. Date. <laughs> and I say that because he's like he's always thinking about the worst case. Yeah, he, it's okay, you can say this. <laughs> <laughs> not I mean, he is a very overthinker and yeah. he does, you know, think the worst, I think, sometimes. Um but I try to bring him back to mm-hmm. reality. Another way in which you compliment him. Yeah. And that's it, folks. That's what we do. We compliment each other with our different issues. I know a lot of people who watched this interview and, and were like looking for problematic things. But you know what? Honestly, when people watch my interview with my now wife when we were engaged and we did Love Fest as well, uh, people were doing the same thing. Oh, like it's like, get out of here. You know, the thing that we want more than anything is real conversations. Yeah, say you're a skeptic. Don't be, everything's perfect. No, yeah, you're skeptical about love. You've had issues with it. Of course, that's a healthy thing to feel. Now, here's uh, the timeline. We don't have Natalie's timeline, uh, of course, because she wasn't on a reality show, but we have Nick's. Nick's dating history, looking back at the former Bachelor's love life, and there's so many photos. Now, if you want to listen or watch the rest of that video, go to YouTube and check it out. There's a few more minutes where I share the whole time Line of Nick's relationship from being on Andy Dorfman's season, which actually I think that was the one season of recent years I didn't watch, and then of course on Bachelor in Paradise and and Josh Murray and that whole thing. If you want more of the of an education on the timeline of Nick Vile, you can go check that out on my YouTube channel. But we got to get to this next video, which is Ari Junior. That's right, the junior of Ari Senior and his wife Lauren celebrating four years. Of course, if you don't remember Ari. Uh, engaged or proposed to and got engaged to Becca Kufrin and then called the whole thing off and uh, before calling it off sort of lined up Lauren uh, to see if she was like hey are you still like into me because I feel like I messed up and certainly he did we saw it all play out live on uh, or not live but on TV on the old tubes and it was wild well now they have kids and a life and take out PPP loans and have a second home in Hawaii and drive a Range Rover you know all the stuff you do when you're just living a good life and I'm gonna break down the whole story for you here. Am I throwing shade? Yes. There is so much shade. Bring an extra layer because you're not going to get any sunlight as you sit in the shade of this piece of content. Enjoy. Ari and Lauren are on YouTube and their YouTube channel is called Lauren and Ari. They're verified baby big following assumptions about us. We hate Bachelor Nation, live in nanny. Uh, Yeah, lots of assumptions made about them. I'm going to share this and stick around. I want you guys to stick around for... Uh, a video I'm going to share with you from 
over two years ago. Yeah, I still wear the same clothes. I got a new uh, microphone and I moved, but this is where I was. And I actually think I hit the nail on the head. It was a feud that Ari had, and the title is How Ari Failed Miserably to Roast Taylor Nolan. These are like fan favorites. These are going to go down in the archives of dramatic bachelor people because Ari, he, I don't think he does this anymore. I think he's kind of gotten off the roasting of other bachelor people, but he was kind of like thumb happy. He was getting out there and giving it. So we're going to get into all that in a second. But first, actually, let's play this. This is the video that was made by Ari and Lauren. And this was our very own T-Swift love story. Happy four-year anniversary. So during their anniversary video, they actually played the reaction shots of the other women when Ari uh, proposed to Lauren. Now, if you guys don't remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, I try to black this stuff out. Ari proposed right after the audience saw him break up with Becca. So Ari was with Becca. She was like the one, I think he proposed, right? They were engaged. And then he took her to the say, the happy couple visit. And he was like, uh, you know, I'm going to need that ring back. And he kind of, you know, give me the ring. He, had, he brought Crisco. This episode sponsored by Crisco. When you need to repossess a wed an engagement ring, just slide this puppy on. So it, their relationship started off in the most dramatic way possible. Quite possibly quite possibly the most dramatic moment of all of Bachelor ever. Leave a comment. It's top three. It's on the Mount Rushmore of wildest Bachelor scenes that ever happened. And uh, let's not forget that because it's going to come back in a second. But they do a Q&A and someone asks, are they liberal or conservative? Conservative. We're not going to talk about And they say, we're not going to talk about politics. We don't want to talk about the fact that we took PPP loan money when other people were going out of business because we had to afford our second home in Hawaii. We don't want to talk about it. I don't know, but I'm going to play. I'm, I, I'm kind of kidding. But people go, Dave, why do you have a thing against Arian? Look, I don't. I think, I, I bet you if I just met them in some casual setting, I go, they're a cute couple. They're a nice family. He's probably a good dad. He's probably a good husband. All these things are probably true. Here's what Becca had to say about it. And then again, like I said, I'm going to play the rest where Ari really roasts The Bachelor, so stick around for that. So there's a whole Bachelor subreddit, which is like the bane of my existence, but oh, no. I can't go on there because I'll just like spiral because people are so mean. Yeah. Um, and you would think that none of them have ever made like any mistake in their life. She's not, she's not lying. She's not lying. The, the get to it, Dave, come on. Is point I don't know how they found out this info, but they found out which bachelor alumni, as they call them, received PPP loans for their corporations. So it came out that Ari, whose season I was on, um, his LLC Instagram husband got 20,000 in PPP. <laughs> Tasha, she received 20000 for her mm. LLC. And By the way, they had a cut there, so maybe they cut something out. And those were like the two notable All right, ones. And also Colton Underwood did for his charity, but Colton Underwood's charity at least I think had a payroll. So the idea with PPP loans is a payroll payroll protection program. So you receive the loan if you have someone to pay. Uh, with Tasha's example, of course, she didn't have anyone to pay. I don't want to be blue in the face describing it, but she said, no, I used it to hire somebody. It wasn't the hiring protection plan. It was the payroll. You know what I mean? So either way, Ari uh, received scrutiny. He was actually the, I think the only person of all of the alumni exposed for taking out loans, which could have been fraudulent, uh, that didn't actually 
that didn't actually comment on it. So his sort of uh, his sort of response was no response at all. Uh, but of course, uh, we don't need to talk politics. But of course, uh, the PPP loans were what we would call a social program that helps so, you know people that need help. It's a social safety net, just like in ambulances and fire and police officers. Those are social programs that help us all live together with a safety net that protects us, kind of like social security for old people. You know what I mean? So when everyone goes, oh, socialism, we go, well, there's social programs within a democracy. Some people call that a social democracy. Just, I think it's important to educate others when we talk about that. Okay, so I want to cut to the part of the video where he goes to 1143. There was actually all these other moments that were interesting, but this one gets really interesting. Have a listen. Okay, this one is, you hate Bachelor Nation. No. No, we don't hate Bachelor Nation. We don't really watch The Bachelor anymore. I would say we're very far removed from it now. Yeah. The last time they were on The Bachelor, I believe, was when they did, the they, they were the judges for the Listen to Your Heart Bachelor show. Shout out to our friend Ryan Neal and his recovery from getting his tonsils removed. Yeah, and interestingly enough, you know, there's only three Bachelors that are still with somebody from their season. I like, there's only three bachelors that are still with somebody from his season, which goes to show this couple is more successful than the majority of bachelor audiences, of the bachelor alumni. But he said, still with somebody from his season, because while Lauren was his final rose, she was really his like, final final rose, right? Becca Kufrin was his final rose. Then he kind of said, gimme. And then he gave it, you know. And it's just interesting that they never reach out. Eh, I don't really think it's about that. I mean, it's just funny that wouldn't they want to celebrate some success? Whoa! Shots fired. Wouldn't they want to celebrate some success? Ari, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You are one of the only... And you can, this is like when I say Chris Harrison has the number one podcast. I got people unsubscribed. How could Dave say that? That's the truth. And this is the truth. They're one of the only bachelor couples that exist, that have children, that are living life with government assistance for the PPP, like whatever. Having some drama. I will say that it doesn't seem like they really care too much about the success of the couples anymore. It yeah. seems like it's way more about the drama and controversy. Yeah, but no, no, no. Now she says, now she says they don't care about the success of the contestants anymore. But we have to remember, she's coming at it from the winning side. Becca Kufrin. I mean, Becca Kufrin was the one who got stiffed. Their, like I said before, their season was one of, if not the most dramatic seasons of the show. He did a give me. He did a give me the back and he give it over, eh, you know, and people said, oh, he was emotionally cheating. He messaged, I don't know, you know, we don't know, uh, but this is, I think, when people started to first say emotional cheating. He messaged Lauren to be like, if I dump Becca, and I don't know exactly what he said, if Be Becca, or maybe maybe he said Becca and I are gonna break up, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he wanted to break up, break up with Becca, but he needed to do it on camera for the whole storyline. And honestly, it's better for Becca in the long run that he did break up with her on camera. We got to see her sympathy. She became the Bachelorette. I mean, it's honestly like it was a million dollar favor that he gave to Becca. So. Becca should be thanking Ari. It's like, thank you for breaking my heart on TV. At least we got footage of it so the audience could uh, side with me and I could become the Bachelorette and then I could model for Shein products or whatever the hell. But if I want to watch drama and like sensationalism, I watch like F-Boy Island or like another just like random like love. What's that? What's that? F-Boy Island was canceled on HBO? Sorry, Ari. <laughs> 
<laughs> got canceled two weeks ago. Keep up with your pop culture. Come on. Love Island or something. Yeah. I feel like they need to bring the romance back, and maybe this season they won't. Maybe. Bring the romance back. Remember those good old romantic days when you'd go engage somebody, and then you'd text the girl you dumped and say, are you... Can I come back to you? And then you go to the engaged girl and you sort of break up with her and then follow her from room to room. Can we bring back the good old days of romance? That Lauren wears the pants. All right, so anyway, uh, I think it's the best of 2023 video. I think we're just hitting the nail on the head. Here's a video I made two years ago. I hadn't found my voice yet as far as what I was doing with the Bachelor audience. I didn't have all the technology. I just had a Shure SM58 microphone, which actually I still use for my road stuff. And I, but I still wear the, that T-shirt. Um, not, yeah, I'm still wearing the same underwear, to be quite honest. Uh, but here I am. Who's calling me? I'm getting a phone call from Ontario. I don't know who that is. Probably spam. All right, Apple Watch. So here I am explaining the feud between uh, Ari and Taylor. So this is just a fun little throwback moment for you guys. For the election, uh, um, something he said. Uh, and again, this is right before the la this is before the 2020 election. Boy, it just feels like this feels like a decade ago and, and a minute ago at the same time. The whole pandemic, my time's warped. But Ari posted a sort of controversial poll. He posted a poll. Let me see if I can pull up the poll uh, saying, you know, like what side of the uh, what side of the race are you guys on? Like kind of just trying to get some engagement with his Instagram followers. Yeah, all, all he tried to do was create Instagram engagement by creating a poll because when you do a poll on Instagram, it gets more people to watch your things. You get boosted by the algorithm. That's all he was trying to do. Taylor Nolan responds with, I don't exist to be classy for white men. Anyway, so what happened was he said like it, you know, he basically paraphrased and said, hey, it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you are on. We should all just get along. He kind of did that whole Rodney King type of thing. We should all just get along. That's basically what he was saying. And then Taylor responded and she was like, actually, I don't think we should all just get along when one of the sides wants X, Y, and Z and, and not to dive too deep into the whole political aspect of it. My, my view has day. always been that people are inherently good, probably just digesting different types of um, uh, po uh, political news, this and that. And of course, which I still believe, I still believe people are inherently good, uh, but I think they can also be naive. And Ari exists in a place of privilege where he's kind of like, I've just always felt this way about him. Son of a professional race car driver. I don't know, just kind of, I don't know if that has anything to do with his aura that comes off, but he, like, he's, he's got this privilege where, and I've said this before, he and I didn't make this up, the, the whole quote where he started on third base, but thought he hit a triple. Like, that's kind of what the vibe I get from Ari. Here's his response to Taylor. So Taylor snaps at him, which, by the way, is fair. That opened the door for him to respond to Taylor. So Taylor posts this sort of like sex lube wipe thing. And here's Ari's response for posting an election poll. But you're advertising masturbation pads or whatever the hell this is, dot, 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 classy. That's so it went, people went off because he goes, you're coming after me and then you're doing masturbation pads. That's classy. And it's like, look, you should be able to criticize someone's political, I don't know, naivete and also promote something very sex positive, which is masturbation pads. Anyway, it was very interesting. And you guys know, we haven't shied away from interesting content with regards to Ari and the PPP loans, because when you take money from the government uh, through this social safety net program, which of course, it no, he is a drop in the bucket, Tasha as well, compared to the bigger fraudulent issues that happened. You had companies taking hundreds of thousands, millions, so much money, but they said they weren't going to audit people that take took like less than 20 grand. So 
everyone that, you know, like from Ari to Tasha, whoever their accountants probably gave them bad advice and said, take this money. It's government money. We're giving it to everybody. But of course, there is going to be or has been auditing to see like, where did you put the money? Did you use it for your payroll? It was supposed to go to the payroll to keep your payroll going during a global pandemic. That's what it was supposed to be for. Now, people have asked, are there going to be charges? And uh, Biden started a pandemic fraud department. We'll have to see. It's probably a very slow and long process. And then I have funny videos. And again, we just crushed it with these videos. Bachelor Ari Jr. scrapes together cash to buy second engagement ring for wife at vacay home. I mean, you can't create more shade than the type I'm throwing here. And it's all sort of in fun, right? We're just kind of like mocking somebody who, who has, you know, you know, kind of just been, I don't know, sort of a bratty character within the Bachelor world. A Bachelor feud, how Ari Jr. failed to roast Taylor. We just shared that. And then rich guy problems. Former Bachelor Ari complains about not being able to use Postmates at his Hawaiian vacation home. And he also talked about how expensive avocados are. And it's like, what the hell is going on? But hey, we're not here to cancel anybody. We're just here having fun, just calling it out. But obviously, Ari does make some points here about ripping Bachelor producers, although I wouldn't say on his season was the good old days when the show was just about romance. And in other news in the world of Bachelor Nation, pop culture, things like that, I actually made a video about this topic, but I'm going to give you the truncated version. That's right. This is Truncated Dave. This is to our reviewer who thinks that all I am is empty calories. F you and you're empty. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we appreciate the reviews, uh, even if they are empty calories. And which, by the way, I could use some empty calories. I've been on a no sugar diet, lost 10 pounds. So your boy's doing it. Am I, am I craving sugar? Am I yelling at Tasha for no reason because I need to eat food? Yes. <laughs> That's how I'm trying my best. I am exercising demons out of my body via my belly. That's right. Sugar belly Dave. All right. Either way, we'll get into that later. And by the way, yeah, we've got a lot that we're going to have to share with you guys with upcoming trips we're booking and things like that. Do me a favor, follow me on Instagram at dneals, D-N-E-A-L-Z. And just because she's in the room, I'm going to let you guys know you got to also follow Tasha Courtney, at Tasha Courtney, my better half, my significant O. Um, and people are saying, Tasha, did you know this? People are saying, oh, Nick must have proposed to Natalie because he saw uh, our flourishing relationship play out online and wanted to one-up us. Maybe that was what happened. Maybe not. Either way, I got my, my, my wife is not 25 years old, but she doesn't look a day over 31. Let me do, <laughs> just getting for you. She's 76. Uh, we age young with the son. All right. Anyway, we're rambling now, but either way, um, st- speaking of special, my wife is a special force and so is Hannah Brown, Hannah Beast Brown. As you know, we interviewed her last year. Um, uh, actually, do I have that interview on the Patreon? I think I do. I think I included at least pieces of it. I included pieces of it on the Patreon, although we promised her we wouldn't air the full thing because there were some controversial questions asked. So if you want to listen to that conversation, go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Uh, that was last Christmas, but now she's on the Special Forces TV show where they take a bunch of privileged, professional, former professional athletes, uh, politi- disgruntled, uh, disgraced politicians, uh, beauty queens like Hannah Brown and uh, whoever else I forgot about there, uh, Britney Spears' sister. <laughs> She'll forever be known as Britney Spears' sister. We bring them out to uh, the country of Jordan, not the uh, basketball player, uh, not the uh, where else would there be a Jordan? Either way, they go to Jordan, some random desert, and they get yelled at by a bunch of um, ex-military folks 
And yeah, and to be quite honest, it's a good show. If you want to see the full review, go to my YouTube where we lay it out for you. There's an, a Q&A with Hannah, and she's basically like, Roll Tide, I'm from Alabama. They yelled at me, but I didn't break a nail. You know, that type of thing. She's adorable, sweet. She does well so far. Two episodes in, we'll have to see how she makes it. There's been a medevac. Someone overheated themselves. Uh, there's a Spice Girl. It's, uh, it's a pretty interesting who's who of can't get better jobs, but hey, there they are, and here we are. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for me. Everyone have a fantastic weekend. Uh, My wife has demanded I take her to go get Italian food. And listen, when a lady demands spaghetti, you go get spaghetti. You don't fight the spaghetti. There's no fighting Italians, right? They win every day of the week. So that's where I'll be. Good to see you. And more content on the YouTube channel, TikTok, Instagram. I'm posting all the shorts all over there. Tag me in anything you think is pertinent. And we will make some videos next week. Can you believe it, folks? We are approaching, what is it, two weeks away? Are we just two? What's the date today? Today's the 13th. So we are actually 11 days away. Or 10, no, excuse me. 10 days away from the next season of The Bachelor. And let me tell you something. This podcast is going to blow you all away. Is that hyperbole? Will it just be all right? You'll have to wait and see. I've been Dave Neal. We'll see you later. Have a happy weekend. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. Crushed it.